Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's Sarcasm Speaks. And also, you see a familiar face below us. Uh, it's Sean from the Growth by Sean podcast. What's up, Growth by Sean fans? Yeah. So we're back. <laughs> we're back at it. We got another one. Um, the last one was really fun. I, I actually re- like thoroughly enjoyed that. Like after we got off, I was like, oh, that was that was really cool. Yeah, I ended up, uh, I listened to the whole thing back again, too. Like, I liked it. Yeah. So I watched I watched it on your uh, your YouTube. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. Shout out to the YouTube fans and uh, Sexy Chris, who listened, who's a listener to our show. I know he watches on YouTube, so. Nice, Sexy Chris. <laughs> He's been on before. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's thing with us, too. Like, if, you know, people that listen to the, I mean, Chris has been listening to the show forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anyone, literally anybody wants to come on the show, they're, they're always more than welcome. I would never say no to anyone coming on the show. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same. I, uh, uh, I'll i speak to just about anyone. I have, uh, so for later this week, so I get like a lot of people that email me that want to be on the show. Um, nice. It's, I, I don't, I wouldn't say like a lot, but like it's happened like four or five times, which I think is a lot for me for such yeah. like a small podcast. I mean, you do a really good job with your social media presence too. Admittedly, mm-hmm. I'm dog shit. I post yeah. like during the football season, I post uh like the once a week all of our picks when it's, you mm-hmm. know, me, Bob, Vinny and Eric joined us this year. Yeah. Um I'm just not good at Instagram. I just Yeah. I, I don't have enough I don't it. have enough content to 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 just create yeah, uh, at this point, I think I'm just kind of posting like whatever, like um, whatever I feel like, uh, like leaning into. So like, uh, like the last podcast that we were talking about, like the NFL free agents, like football stuff, and then uh, I think just like a little bit more like comedy type stuff that I want to kind of get into. So like, I made like a nice little get ready with me in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> you know, and I I watched it a hundred times. You know, <laughs> just just because. But, but yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, this, uh, later this week, I think it's Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Uh, some British guy reached out to me. Uh, hmm. his name's Joe Cramond. Um, never heard of him. Um, and he was like, hi, I'd love to be on your podcast. And sent me like four paragraphs about like what he would want to talk about and like all of his accomplishments, whatever. He's some like British bodybuilder, I guess. Um, hmm. But I was like, yeah, I, I guess so. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a different uh, perspective, you know, something like that. Uh, and I don't really do like research on the guests anyways. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll just see what happens. You know, yeah, I mean, tell I'm, me who you are, what you do. Yeah, so I guess he's some like British bodybuilder, like I was saying. The only uh, downside is that he he uh, made he scheduled it during uh, the first day of the March Madness games. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking British Which, guy doesn't understand March Madness. Yeah. yeah, but I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, it'll be an hour, so. And I'm um, sure it's during the day too, right? Because he's in London or somewhere in in British land, so they're me. like five hours ahead of us. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. It's for like three, which is awful. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Eight, eight or nine o'clock. That's eight time. Him. Yeah, yeah. I, well, depending on where he is, because I the company I work for, their headquarters is in London. Mm-hmm. So anytime like we have like IT issues, the IT team is also in London. 
Okay. So it's like, if you have an IT issue after like 3 PM, yeah, it's not going to get done. Okay. (laughs) 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 Or Actually, it would be, I think it would be after like noon. If anything happens to your like computer or phone after noon, um, it's, it's not happening. Seems like a very (laughs) inefficient system. Well, they have someone, I think they keep one person on because we are a global company too. So I think they keep, they do have 24 hour service, but then at that point, it's only one person when it's off hours for London. So it's like, you might get something, but you're probably not. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it's just like, call it quits for the day kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's all I'm viewing it. Yeah. Oh no. My, my, uh, email just totally disappeared. I don't have outlook on my computer anymore. Out of the blue. Yeah. That actually happened to my boss yesterday. We were sitting on site somewhere and, uh, he was like, what the fuck? And I go, what, what's going on? And he's like, uh, my outlook just disappeared off my computer. So he was on the phone with people in London for like three hours for them. Try They took like remote control of his computer to like oh, yeah, that's re-download and do weird shit with it. I don't know. It took them like all day to figure it out. That's yeah. Technology is wild. Yeah. It's stupid. So. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So you've, yeah. um, who, what, where were you just now? I just saw you posted a something on Instagram that you were like, did you go away for like a week with like a bunch of people? Yeah. So it was, it was kind of a crazy experience. Um, I guess I'll give you like a little bit of like background around it. So the way I met these guys, I've had a uh, Dave and chase who hosted the event. Uh, they called it like an immersion event. Um, so they are both coaches online and um the way that i met them i had so i have this mentor that i had on the podcast his name's austin um and he's awesome guy um and so i had just found him by listening to someone else's podcast and then like just the way like networking kind of happens you know Yeah, yeah so i had actually bought a course to learn airbnb from these guys but um, I didn't have an Airbnb or anything like that. I was just like super interested in it. So what ended up happening was they're big on like mindset and things like that. So they told me that it would be better for me. They'll they'll just coach me uh, mindset wise as opposed to just teaching me Airbnb. And if like in a year or so, if I still want to learn Airbnb is like, cool, they'll still do it for me. And I was like, all right, sweet. Hmm. That works. So I ended up working, starting to work with them one-on-one. Um, Austin's kind of like just a bounce ideas off of him um, type of guy. And we would we would uh, just have a one-hour call. So Chase, um, who is the like leader of the immersion that I went on, um, he does something called story work. So what story work is, is basically like it explains to us how powerful our words are. So words create a story okay and it creates a story in your subconscious the subconscious story that you tell yourself creates an identity for you okay and your actions are dictated by the identity that you've created for yourself kind of makes sense yeah so this is basically the foundations of cognitive behavioral therapy yes yeah. More or less, yes. Because I, so, I in my previous 
job I was in like the the therapeutic world and mm-hmm. I actually got certified as a CBT like practitioner. Yeah. So I had I had never like done stuff like that or kind of like heard of it even. Yeah. And it's it's almost it's just great. like a I I think I not to just cut you off right no, but no, just no. just just a like as far as therapy goes and like therapeutic modalities personally and that's why I I sought out the certificate I think that uh, CBT is the best of all of them. There's it's, a few other ones. There's like narrative and dialectical mm-hmm. behavioral therapy and some other ones. I think CBT is superior to, to all of them. Yeah. We, um, so I had never like done stuff like this or anything, but I've actually like felt not just from this, like, uh, it was like three or four days that we were there. Um, not just from that, but just overall from like that work that we had done, we would basically do like hour sessions each week and I would write out stories, read them, and then uh, work through them using like different breathing techniques and things like that. Um, and I, I think that there's a huge difference to it, like to the point where I'm interested in go, like I can see myself doing the same kind of work that they're doing. Um I, cause I would like, you know, like I was in like fitness and stuff like that. And like, it just, it wasn't fulfilling to me. Like I still like helping everyone, but at the same time, like this, this stuff works and it has helped me so much. And I'm like, shit, like more people need to kind of know about this. So, Mm -hmm. um, we ended up, uh, going, there were eight of us total, including the two, uh, coaches and, um, we we didn't have like a, a crazy like a schedule or anything like that. Um, I mean, all these guys that I went with are are pretty badass. They, I mean, they're all up at four thirty and they're doing like the cold plunge shit. And like, <laughs> I, I'm just trying to keep up. You know, I'm I'm the youngest dude there. So, uh, but yeah. So we had a uh, Dave's wife who was there. She she made us all of our meals and things. So um, we would just do two sessions each day. Uh, so we're a bunch of strangers and they, they pretty much gave us a topic to write about. So we wrote down a, a story or two, um, and then we read them to the group. Um, and then the next day we read them again, uh, started to work in some different breathing techniques with them. And then, um, like different words that we would use, like even like they call them like soft words, like should, um, or I forget exactly, or like maybe and probably like things like that, kind of just uh, trying to cross some of those out and retelling ourselves words that like, what if, or I can just different, more positive uh, influence type things. So that was, that was kind of in summary, everything that we did. And we did like a bunch of different like stories and uh, shared with the group and, you know, a lot of big, just energy shifts. Um, like within like ourselves and that was that was pretty much the the week so it was it was pretty crazy yeah it sounds pretty cool it sounds yeah. very very interesting it it was really interesting like all I, from uh, guys that run airbnbs no 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 no. So, no 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 so <laughs> i had that's how i had found okay uh, chase uh through his mentor austin okay um, yeah so that's how i so so chase his primary like he used to own a gym. Um, he was in the, uh, he was in the army. I don't exactly know like what he did or anything like that. Um, army stuff, but army stuff, you know, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, he, he sold his gym in like 2020 
And then he started getting into this uh, story work. He primarily does that. And then Austin is his business partner. Um, I don't know if they have a couple Airbnbs together, things like that. Uh, hmm. And then they they primarily just buy businesses. So. See, that yeah. that stuff always kind of fascinates me. Because mm-hmm. it's like, how did you... How did you get to do that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, and I don't, I don't want this. To, it might. This is going to sound like I'm trying to shit on them, but I'm not. Yeah, no. I Where it's like, though. what do you actually do, right? Like, what, like, mm-hmm. what is your job, right? And mm-hmm. like, what was your job before that afforded you the ability to just do this now, mm-hmm. type of thing? You know, it's like, it's, because it's, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, because <laughs> I like I'm. I think I was just as skeptical in a sense because I had never like what it what is story work, you know? Yeah. Like, um, and I'm I'm sure that they can explain it much better than I can. I mean, you can even like any for anyone that's listening, go and just listen to uh the podcast that I did with Chase or Dave, and they explain it much better oh, okay. than yeah. I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically like how if I was to sum up the um, the week on like what we really did, I would say it's it's therapy on steroids, right? You know, that's what I that's what I would honestly say it is. Um, yeah. How they like got into it, like for Chase and Dave, um, they went through this, I guess I'll call it system or business called the Enlifted Method. Um, and it's a, a group of coaches that I don't think they like founded this or anything, but, um, they, they have a podcast It's called the enlifted podcast. Um, I haven't listened to a ton of the episodes or anything, but, um, yeah, it's all about just like rewiring your brain to, uh, figure out like the words that you use, you know, like how you talk about yourself, how you talk about others. Um, yeah. just a lot of like things like that to, to kind of round table, sum it up. Yeah. So yeah. And stuff yeah, like I'm, that is it's, it is rooted in, in CBT. It sounds like there's a little bit of narrative therapy in there too, with like storytelling. Yeah. But like for anyone out there that doesn't know, like basically, you know, to boil it down to the simplest thing, like CBT is, um, you work with someone to, you basically ask why a bunch of times without actually saying why, like, you're not like a two-year-old asking why, but you're like asking why questions type of deal until you get to like, what's called a core belief. Mm -hmm. Right. And then your core belief is what affects your entire life. Right. So if you're, if you have a core belief of I'm a slob, Mm -hmm. right. Like everything that you go through throughout your daily life, you look through that lens that you're a slob. Mm -hmm. So that, modality uses like, okay, well, how do we change how you think about yourself? Like you're not a slob, you're, you know, you're a very organized person. And then Mm -hmm. you get to like, look through that lens of I'm really organized. I do this. And then eventually, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you, yeah. And that's kind of just what like helps dictate some of your behaviors, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Yeah. yeah. But again, like, I don't know a ton of about it. I just know that it's worked for me. And so If I can go and do more things like this, I will. Really, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, <laughs> so you know, I mean, you. yeah. If no one else like believes it or anything like that, you know, like, hey, so yeah. be it. But like, it works for me. Um, I know that it works like 
for the guys that were there. We had, uh, so there were five other guys, including me, that were uh, like the customers, I'll say. Yeah. Um, and I mean, all five of us were just complete strangers and it ended up being this, I mean, I, we created like through three days, I mean, crazy bonds between the five of us, you know, or the six yeah. of us rather, you know, because I mean, you're, you're talking about a lot of just hard, like concepts and a lot of it has to do with just actually putting the pen to paper too. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people don't do that. I mean, people will rant and rave about journaling and won't actually do it or yeah, they post every day on their Instagram story. Oh, look at my journal. But if you opened it up, it's empty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this is, it's basically like like Bob journals every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, every day. Twice He's got a I've journal right there. You got a journal yep. right with you, right? Yep. Sure do. <laughs> That's more like but, a doodle but, pad, but still. Yeah. I just draw shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably because I think I have fucking ADD or something where I can't just fucking pay attention. Because that's the thing is I listen, but I can't fucking look up and stare. I fucking have like an anxiety attack. <laughs> that's like, uh, what? I think that's a real thing though. They say some like you learn things better when you do it, movement. Like okay. they like I've heard before like if you read a book on a treadmill mm-hmm. versus if you read a book sitting down. I think someone did this study. Hmm. Okay. Typically are on average people's recollection of whatever they learned or read in the book was better when they read it walking on a treadmill versus Hmm. sitting down interesting because it kind of like takes away your subconscious mind yeah right because your subconscious is always going Mm -hmm. and if you walk or you're doing some sort of movement well now like walking is a subconscious activity you're not Mm -hmm. so now your subconscious is pulled to that elsewhere so you can now use your conscious mind to focus more yeah, I think there's something to it. Like, I, I mean, who am I? I'm not a fucking scientist. Yeah, I just pulled no, that out exactly. of my ass. Me too, you know, but yeah, it sounds well, good. Hey, with that attitude, you'll <laughs> never be a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I work with scientists, but uh, you know, I'm not one. Um, Stop. Yeah, you have. Hey, you have a degree in science. You're a scientist, okay? Oh, that's true. I'm an exercise scientist. Yeah, yeah so I'm a scientist too. Yeah, I'm the best yeah, kind of scientist. Saying. I don't do any yep. of that bullshit lab stuff. Nope. We just uh, make people run around, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and that's it. So, but, um, yeah, it was, it was basically like, uh, just a lot of, so like the place that we, that they had gotten, it was, so it was in Tucson, Arizona. It was pretty much on like a, a ranch, I'll say, um, kind of in the middle of nowhere ish and like, um, right outside the gate. So it was like, gated and then right outside there were five different like meditation gardens that the owner had built um so there were like cactuses surrounding everything but you walk through and like each is like a different kind of like subject um i don't it looked very i mean it it looked spooky you know to kind of sum it up so my first question that i have is i know you said there were so there were two people that were leading it. So there were four yes. other people, like four, call them, you know, not randoms, but like four others, right? You Yourself included? Uh, six others, including okay, myself, so, okay. and then two coaches. Yeah. So did any of the other five people have ties to the coaches? 
Yeah. So okay, how they did right. it was <laughs> everyone's everyone has already worked with the two of them. Okay. Yeah. Because it the way you just randoms. described that of being in the middle of in, on a ranch in the middle of Arizona, yeah, I figured we were fucking front, smoking peyote. I'm like. That is the beginning to every single fucking horror movie ever. Like that is how you die and get chopped up into little bits and get ne never get found. Like I told my <laughs> sister about this and she was like, are you joining a cult? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you know, this, and that's, this, end, this ends with that's what it feels cult, like, you know? murder or yeah. hallucinogens. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I made it <laughs> like back, you know? Sometimes. Yeah, I made it back. But um, they, I would say like overall, like most, most of them, like similar to me, that kind of like hippie-esque you know yeah there's there's some drugs involved in things but only if you want to volunteer in that it's not like forced upon you right um it's not like they hold you yeah. down and pour ayahuasca yeah. in your mouth yeah no things <laughs> like that you know so and then like uh like meditation and things like that i think it's it's a good um thing to do for all people but i mean there's definitely a population that believes in it more yeah you know than others um and then we did like a a sound meditation um that uh dave's wife had done um it was she had like a bunch of like different like bowls and instruments oh the tibetan sports. bowls i have no i have no clue. yeah yeah so yeah, I, I actually used to when i was in college um mm -hmm. i used to meditate all the time and yeah. i would listen to the tibetan bowls okay and i would and i would meditate and do you know whatever just kind of sit there yeah, it Stare was there at a candle for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would typically have my eyes closed, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty sweet, honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, I I had never done something like that or really like heard about it in a sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it was like forty five minute long, forty five minutes long or so. Uh, the first like fifteen minutes was her walking us through like like a guided meditation. Um, mm -hmm. and then after that, she pretty much like used her instruments and like a couple different like you could like uh what am i trying to say like essential oil type scents yep um and like i felt like she was like right next to me the whole time like that it's it felt very uh like one-on-one -on -one, you know yeah. and i was just laying down like eyes closed and but that's how everyone felt you know they felt like but it's just the way that the sounds like the vibrations of the sounds bounce off the walls is right. why you feel like you hear it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it was very relaxing. I mean, right after that, we all went to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, we yeah. did that at like nine o'clock or something. So, yeah, I used to, um, I used to use the app Headspace. Yep. And I I've would, used it before. Uh, I would meditate like every night before bed. Yeah. And I would actually sleep great. Yeah, it's funny I'm to think like, all the shit that I used to do, because I almost did shit like backwards when I was probably between like 23 and 25. Mm -hmm. um, like I would do all that shit. Like I would actually journal. I would actually uh, meditate. Like I would mm -hmm. do breathing exercises. I would do all that. But it was because I was so involved with weightlifting. And I was like, mm. and I had a lot of free time too. Mm -hmm. Um but now here I am where I'm 31 and I'm like, I don't have time to meditate, which is complete bullshit. Like mm -hmm. it literally takes five minutes. I'm just fucking lazy. Yeah. Just yeah. get up at 345 and you can do it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get, I get it. It's a lot of the, the woo woo type stuff, but 
But it works. I mean, it's, it, it it's does. Stuff that, it's stuff that does work if you, you know, just have an open mind to it for the most part. So it changes um, your demeanor a lot. I noticed. Mm. I mean, I, I'm still a, a little bit more laid back. Um, yeah. But I was very much so like when I was, I noticed it when I was like meditating all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those, like you're sitting in traffic on the highway and like, you don't even notice Yeah. versus like now, you know, I'm in traffic for a little bit and I'm like, I get a little like teeth grindy mm-hmm. or I notice like I'm sitting in the chair and like my shoulders are up here and I take a deep breath and my, I'm surprised at how, how far my shoulders drop. And I was like, wow, I was just really fucking stressed for no reason. Yeah. I'm just sitting in a car. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's little things like that. Like I said, I, it's typically the opposite, right? Like usually when you're young, you do, which don't get me wrong. I did plenty of dumb shit. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in my early twenties, but I, I was more into the, um, I don't know what you would want to call it. Self-care stuff, I guess. The holistic, like yeah, holistic self, you know? Yeah. 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 Then um, than I am now where typically people get into their thirties and then they're like, oh shit, I got to take better care of myself. Yeah. I think all that stuff like in general is, is pretty much like learning how to spend time like by yourself for the most part. It kind of just brings like a different awareness to life. That's a legitimate thing. You know? Yeah. I, um, I've ran into that again in my last job, it was in like the, you know, psychology field, therapy field. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were blown away that I would just go (laughs) and like, sit down at a restaurant by myself and just mm-hmm. eat by myself. They're yeah. like, Oh my God. Like you, you go to a restaurant by yourself. I'm like, yeah, yeah the fuck? I don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need someone else to be there. Or like I used to take vacations by myself. Mm. Um, I went to San Diego for a week by myself. I went to Charleston for a week by myself. Yeah. Um, it was when I was teaching at Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I would, I would take that week off on my full-time job um, mm-hmm. during spring break in, in March so then I would just go somewhere on spring yeah. break. Yeah. But I would go by myself. Yeah. Where, do, where think... does uh going into the sports book at Plain Ridge Casino at uh between ten and noon on a yeah. Tuesday fit in? Does that count? Yeah, that's Cause pretty I, cause uh... I, I do that by myself. Yeah, so by yourself. You buy yourself. That's therapeutic, you know? <laughs> right? I mean, you're getting money. <laughs> or today was today was today money. was therapeutic because I had fucking did all right in the players, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that alone. I don't need anybody for that. Yeah. Which fun fact, did you know that you can go to the first window uh to cash your tickets? Because the like the the Barstool sports book in the back of Plain Ridge doesn't open until 10 a.m. So how early were you there? Uh, like nine o'clock. One day. It was like eight thirty, <laughs> nine o'clock. Uh, it was before I had meetings for a lot of, for the day. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just go in early. Uh, um, I did. I did think I know, I knew that you can cash at the cashier. You just can't yeah. place anything. Yes. That's, that's what it is. You can cash. You can't place anything. So fun fact, if anyone's a local listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't been yet. Um, you know, yeah, the, one, the, the one in Plain Ridge is temporary, so there's nothing, nothing to see there. The, the actual Barstool Sports Book isn't open yet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they've announced a date it's going to be ready. Okay. I would imagine maybe by the fall, probably by football season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're doing construction in there to like build, the, like you know, the restaurant, the bar, the yeah. you know. Right now, it's just kiosks. Okay. 
yeah i i still just hadn't been to the plain ridge like location in a sense is what i'm yeah what, yeah you're also that, so. not missing anything from yeah, that because it's, it's, it's tiny yeah yeah you can stand at the front door and you look all the way back you can see the back wall it's that small <laughs> wow i didn't know get, it was that small yeah it's you won't get lost in it huh. <laughs> it's really hard to get <laughs> lost actually <laughs> There was one of one of uh, the guys I used to work with. He used to work there, though, and he said that he used to make bank there as like a server or something. I don't know what exactly he did. I don't know if he just went around doing drink. Oh, I think he did like um, like a like a wait staff for when they had like events because he didn't work okay. there all the time. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just for when they had events. So, but okay. he said he made good money there. You know, a couple hundred bucks working a couple hours. Yeah, they have uh, they have a pretty big stage. Okay. There. So, and you yeah. have to pay, you have to pay for drinks. So people are tipping you. Makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, did you guys want to get into, uh, cause I know we were talking about like, uh, football and stuff. Did you guys yeah. want to get into that kind of stuff or? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you with so... the woo woo stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can put the, we can put the woo woo you know, therapy stuff on the back yeah. burner. Yeah. Um, and get into some fun man football. <laughs> the uh, good stuff. Yay, sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you recently did an episode that I listened to um oh, that I thought was really fucking cool. Oh, so right. thanks, thanks. Because none of our listeners, and I, I don't know if Bob listened or not, but mm-hmm. I didn't um, listen to that episode. I forget. Can, you, why don't you <laughs> <laughs> can you explain to everyone um for our listeners, at least mm-hmm. what it was, because I think that yeah. the thought process behind it is really, really cool. Yeah. So every year, um, a couple of my buddies, uh, Kyle and Griff, uh, you actually know Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the three of us, we we try to just place like a couple different like bets on things like throughout the year that stuff that we're interested in, even if it's just like five or ten bucks, you know, and bragging right type stuff. So what we did was we took about probably 25 of the free agents, some from QB running back wide receiver tight end. And we, everyone that was going to be a free agent or we is there's a high uh, probability that they're going to be traded. We each predict what team they're going to be on next year. So if we have them returning back to their team, we'll give, and we get that correct. Like for example, when Daniel Jones was a free agent before he had signed, um, if you had chosen Daniel Jones back to the Giants, you would get one point. Okay. And then if you predict that they're going to go to a different team and you predict that team correctly, you'll get three points because it's at a much lower probability than them just returning to their team. Right. Right. You know, so, and then just at the end, uh, we just tally up the points and see who wins. And we put a couple bucks on it. Yeah. Like that, so. like, that's pretty cool. Like that's a fun yeah. way to, you know, make free agency you know, a little can, bit more exciting. Yeah, because it's not like I'm following like uh where like Rashad Penny signed today. And yeah. like I was I was curious, like, oh, where'd Rashad Penny go? Like, did I did I get some points from that? Yeah. Um and like it just like it's another way to just like keep you interested. Yeah. You know, so like Rashad Penny went to the the Eagles today, and then now we know like Miles Sanders is is leaving, things like that. Right. You know, so it just helps it it just helps keep us interested. Um so yeah, it was just fun to I'd like to have like them on, you know, throughout uh the season, maybe like halfway and just the three of us do a little episode or something like that. Yeah. But uh 
yeah, just something something different. Uh, kind of share um, what we like to do. So yeah, it was it was a fun little episode that, to do. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was it was interesting and cool to see like some of the outside the box ones that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I, so I had the list. Someone up. someone had Mike White going to the Dolphins. So two of us had Mike White to the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, you know, fuck? and then it actually happens. And it's <laughs> and like it that's the shit that's like know? pretty cool, right? Because you're yeah. just like kind of taking a flyer. Yeah, you don't re- like who's actually predicting where Mike White is going to go be the backup, right? You know, right? Like, like so my thought process for Mike White was Mike White was a good serviceable QB during the year, you know, for the most part. He was the best um, quarterback on his team. Yeah, you know, I mean. <laughs> He didn't have much competition, but yeah. he was he was serviceable enough. And the Dolphins have Tua. Who knows what Tua's status is really going to be? I think that's just something that we're kind of forgetting about. And yeah. I'm like, he's at this point. You'll I mark him as like injury prone. So I'm like, okay, the Dolphins are going to be a team that's going to be a contender. Who are they going to want as a backup? Uh, to go and play some games, you know? So I was in between putting Mike White, Sam Darnold, Baker, all of them. I, I was like, I think any of them could go to the dolphins and I just happened to choose Mike White. Hmm. So that was, that was my thought process with it. Um, I'm going to pull up a couple of, uh, I don't know if we've gotten anything else, right? Like for different teams. No one had Lazard. That's the only the only one you got <laughs> I mean, right is Mike White. Last last year we we didn't get a ton right. I mean it's it's difficult, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Because um, I mean none of us are. We're not Adam Schefter, or Ian Rappaport. Yeah, like, no. we don't have a fucking beat on where these guys are going. Yeah, no, I don't know if we've gotten yeah, anything like, else. It's like Garoppolo to the Raiders. It's like you could have like theorized that, but yeah, but yeah, no one thought that no was no one really happen. did. No, I didn't think that that was going to happen. Everyone thought he would end up either at the Jets or with Tampa. Yeah. Colts. Like yeah. Colts, yeah. Cause I had him going to where am I? I had him going to the Bucks. You know, I thought that's where he was going. Yeah. So I don't think we've gotten anything else right that's like super outlandish. Like I think a couple of us had Raheem Mostert back to the Dolphins. Um none of us had Jacoby Myers to the Raiders. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. You know, I think that's just out of nowhere. Yeah, so I mean, it, it makes sense, McDaniel. Like, it, like that, right. like that, that's. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that's like a very, very simple connection, mm-hmm. but it does make sense. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, it's still like day two for the most part. Yeah. So we're still really early, and I don't understand this whole like legal tampering. It's thing. dumb. It's the you know, it's basically ever. just that. It's free agency. Just, yeah, just start it today. Yeah, it's just semi- it's just semantics. They just can't sign the deals. Yeah, yeah I like just the deals understand. are official. They're they're not official, but they're official. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why they do that. Just like it was. Make um, it- there was one guy. I can't remember who it was. I think it was like two or three years ago now. Okay. Who announced? He signed a deal on the legal yep. tampering Monday, and mm-hmm. then come Wednesday of free agency, he signed with another team. So last I year, I me, can't remember me, who it was. So Kyle and I were just talking about this last year. 
it was J.D. McKissick that did it. That okay. said he was going to sign with the Bills, and then he ended up just going back to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't there know was if a that's bigger who you were name. thinking. Yeah. There was a bigger name. I want to say he was a wide receiver. Hmm. But there was somebody. <clears throat> and I want us for some maybe because we were just talking about the Bucks, but mm-hmm. I want to say for some reason the Bucks were involved. Like he said he was going to the Bucks and then he turned around and signed somewhere else. I can't not off the top of my head. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Good luck looking that up. Yeah, I know, right? That's like such a <laughs> random thing to look up. <laughs> Who said they were going to sign and then didn't sign during the legal yeah. camp opening <laughs> period two to three years ago? Yeah, know. yeah. Like that's, that's way too many bucks. shit, like way too many words to Google. Yeah. I remember a couple guys dealing with like failed physical stuff. So like I think it was Ryan Grant, not the running back, the receiver. He was supposed to sign some big free agent deal somewhere, and everyone's like, "What the fuck, Ryan Grant? Like, what the f- what is happening here?" Yeah. And then two days later, the deal was off because he technically failed his physical. Except, I think it was a little bit of buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, why would you sign Ryan Grant? It's kind of crazy when some of those guys like don't pass a physical or something. Like, what? I don't even know what that physical would entail. That they yeah. can pass. Yeah, I don't know. Is, do um, they have high blood pressure? So it's a lot of things. And right. each team has their own standards. Mm-hmm. So someone might not like. Now, again, yeah. I don't know if this is all like tinfoil hat situations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if someone's coming off an ankle injury and they don't like that ankle. Okay, fail. Hmm. And they go somewhere else and pass or um, usually it's like previous injury related. It's not like look left, look right and cough yeah. hernia test. <laughs> um, not that type of physical hmm. because usually if they've got like a real issue, that stuff's already on record. Like if they have like irregular heart or enlarged heart, hmm. anything like that. Yeah, when they like when teams say physical and I've never looked into it or anything, what my thought process was is always like they go and run a 40 and it can't be over six seconds or something, you know, stuff, stuff that's like actually uh, like physical, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, I think it's I think it's usually more still more medical based. And that's why there's so much variation where certain team positions can look for certain things or fail for certain things. Um, And then I think any performance measures would be more like on a, on a tryout or Mm. a workout. Okay. So do you guys have any predictions of where uh, some of these free agents are going? I can read you off a list of uh, who we did. So I think it's hilarious that, People right now, like as it stands right now tonight, yep. um, think that Aaron Rodgers is coming to the Patriots. People think that? Yeah, because... I haven't seen any of those reports. So it's all over Twitter right now. People are okay. trying to... People are people are doing their best Charlie Day <laughs> looking for Pepe Silvia. <laughs> who, who's Pepe Silvia? <laughs> like it's... The Patriots team plane 
-hmm. was spotted at an airport in Colorado Springs. So people are trying to say (laughs) that last Thursday, Aaron Rodgers was spotted at a bar near Colorado (laughs) Springs. Is this like the Larry Fitzgerald (laughs) picture? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so because Aaron Rodgers was in color or near Colorado Springs last week, that it means Aaron Rodgers, that the Patriots are secretly meeting with Aaron Rodgers because they're going to steal him away from the jets. Now that would be absolutely hilarious and amazing. (laughs) And I would love every second of it. And the only, only, only thing that gives me one shred of thought that this could potentially actually be happening mm-hmm. is it's the Jets and Bill Belichick despises the fucking Jets. That's fair because that's the only satisfaction it would give me. Right. Like I don't if want there Aaron was on our if team. there was a rumor that Aaron Rodgers was going to go to Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. Like he he's going to the Bucks. Yeah, And this team plane is in Colorado Springs and Aaron Rodgers was in Colorado Springs the other day. And everyone's yeah. trying to make the connection. I'd be like, you guys are fucking morons. Mm-hmm. Who's the, who else lives in Colorado Springs, right? Like yeah. there's gotta be some free agent maybe, or some they're meeting with someone else, right? Yeah. Maybe they're for whatever reason, who the fuck knows. Right. Mm-hmm. They went to the air force Academy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking but, for lacrosse players to play football. Yeah. <laughs> but just because the rumor is that Rodgers is going to the Jets. Mm-hmm. There's like one sliver of me that wants to believe it just because Belichick is that fucking petty. Yeah. And he hates the Jets that fucking much. Yeah. It's not It's not going to happen, but I mean, no. it, it gives you that small sense of just, ooh, maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see why he doesn't. I, I can't picture him not going to the Jets now um, with Lazard going there, which I thought was a, but it was a surprising move for me. They didn't need him. No, they, didn't. they don't need him. Garrett no. Wilson and Eli Mitchell, uh, not Eli Mitchell. Um, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah Moore. Moore. Yeah. And well, he... um, who's their other wide receiver? Well, they had Corey not Davis. Denzel. Oh yeah. Corey Davis. I was going to say yeah. Denzel Mims, but yeah. Denzel Mims was a guy that I loved. Coming out of college, mm-hmm. he was coming from yep. Baylor, yep. and I wanted the Pats to take him, and I was pissed <laughs> that the Jets took him. Yeah, and he hasn't done shit. Yeah, but um, part of that is the Jets just don't play him; like they don't let him get on the field. I don't think he's mm-hmm. very good. He was a second round draft pick. Well, I, I, he has shown nothing. Yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, like not even a little bit. Yeah, and that could just be like. For all we know, the the mental game of Denzel Mims, right? You know, he he got sat first game and never got over it or something. Right? You know, we have no right. idea. So yeah. the Jets wide receivers um, are kind of fucked because what was it? Uh, Elijah Moore. This was his second year, and he was asking to be traded from the team. Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't throw well, him the fucking ball. They yeah. sat him. They they they. He was a healthy scratch for like a game or two. Yeah, and he was for like, no yeah, he was like, yeah, trade me. Hmm. And I was like, wow, that's kind Which, of a Wilson, Wilson would not throw him the ball. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. He had like 800 Wilson receiving sucks. yards as a rookie, and Wilson just like, w- did, like didn't even know he was out there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's just the Jets organization as a nutshell. 
but yeah, they're going to be a mess until Gary V can buy them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Kyle and I, we were talking about like the, the, the Pats and what they were going to do with, uh, their draft pick. And I mean, both of us just, we basically, cause what do we have? Pick 14. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was nice. <laughs> What? Um, you both said yep at the same time. But uh, yeah, I mean, our prediction, and it's not like a crazy prediction or anything. I'm going to stay up for the draft. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to be watching. And we're going to get to pick 14. We're going to trade back two spots to pick 16. Then I'm going to trade back six more spots to pick 22. And then we're going to take an offensive tackle. Yeah. And that's going to be the draft. Yeah. I you know. I think that's probably pretty fair. I think yeah. they they have they probably have a guy yeah. who's an offensive tackle that they really want. Unfortunately, um I don't think anyone any of like the top top the cream of the crop tackles yeah. are going to be left at 14 because there's really only 3 of them. There's Broderick Jones out of Georgia, um, Peter Skoronsky from, I think, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one other guy that I'm blanking on, but they're like the top three. Um, I just don't think they'll be there at 14. Right. Well, I mean, teams are taking more, like, look at the running back situation in drafts, you know? Yeah, I mean, no all one the hype is running back in the first round anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, I think Bijan could end up getting drafted in the first round. Yeah, but it would be like no. in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, like somewhere like Tennessee or uh, yeah. Cincinnati. I've heard, you know, and those are two spots that kind of fit for the most part. Right. But I don't know how he's going to be. I mean, everything looks good, everything's right, but when you're just that high of a prospect, it's just like. I don't yeah, know. I just get work out for Reggie Bush. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know. It's a different Reggie Bush was good enough. It's a different style of runner to Reggie Bush was like that. Yeah. I, he, I don't want calling him a scat back is a, is a insult because mm. he was more talented than that, but yeah. he was more of like a catch the ball as a receiver, get in space. He was fast. Yep. Um, Bijan Robinson is, not quite Derrick Henry, but he's closer to Derrick Henry. I was going to say more similar than, to... than he is Reggie Bush. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys think about the uh, Lamar situation? Um, and then let me let me ask you a two part question: If you were Lamar, would you have an agent, or would you do it his way? Um. So I'll say right now, if I was him, I'd have an agent. Yeah, I will answer mm-hmm. that part. I'm an first. NFL quarterback. Yeah. I'm a football player. I'm not an agent. I, I would, would, yeah, I, I would have an same. agent. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely have an agent. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just that, right out of get the that out yeah. of the way. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think he plays for the Ravens this year. He mm-hmm. either gets traded, mm-hmm. or he pulls a Deshaun Watson before the Ooh. legal the legal stuff. Yeah, and sits out. Yeah. That I think that's so stupid to sit out, honestly. Like in yeah. just from from me, the fan. From a fan standpoint, yeah, absolutely. Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. From a yeah. from a player standpoint, I mean, I can at least understand it, mm-hmm. but still, like, 
I don't know. I guess you have to, it, it really does depend on the player and what's important to you, right? Yeah. Like, is it your legacy or do you really think that you're that good that sitting out one year isn't going to matter? Right. Like, yeah. cause if you ask a guy like, like Pat Mahomes, right? Like mm-hmm. I bet you Pat Mahomes is if you ask him what he, you know, what he wants to do with his NFL career, he mm-hmm. wants to be better than Brady. Right? Yeah. Like as yeah. much as I don't like Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can separate that and say that one, he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, yep. And two, like he has that, he's got a bit of the dog in him, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he had a fucked up ankle all through the playoffs and he was like, I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. playing on it. Yeah. Um, I think he wants to win, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wants to be, he, when he retires, he wants to be the greatest of all time mm-hmm. versus someone like uh, Aaron, uh, not Aaron Rodgers isn't a good example. You can just use Lamar and uh... yeah, I guess we'll go with Lamar. Like, do you yeah. want to be like the highest paid of all time? Like, and, and there's no right or wrong answer, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's everyone's individual answer. But yeah. it's like what means the most to you, like, yeah. and that's why I think Brady and Mahomes are cut from the same cloth. That mm-hmm. they don't really care. I mean, obviously Mahomes got paid, and he's now yeah, he's paid. That's the only issue but, is Mahomes actually is right. the highest paid quarterback, right. so he has both right now. Right, and mm-hmm. Brady always took less because he wanted the rings, he wanted the legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but until he didn't. Yeah, until he didn't. <laughs> and then he still got In which case, ring. he still ended up with a ring. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, I think it's it's whatever is most important to that person. And if mm-hmm. if money is what's important to Lamar, then that's what's important to him. Like, who am yeah. I to sit here and be like, you should play for your legacy. Yeah, he no. could turn around and be like, I already won a league MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to make, he doesn't have a ring, but he's like, yeah. you know, maybe he just wants to make $100 million or whatever, yeah. $500 million. Yeah. And he can go get some endorsement and do do it the yeah. same way if he wanted to end his career now, you know, something like yeah. that. That's what uh, Andrew Luck did. Yeah. And we don't know how the team treats him anyways, you know? True. I mean, so we, we only see what the NFL wants us to see for the most part. Yeah, exactly. You know, so just different stuff like that to think about that, like, I think people don't think about. Kyler Murray. That's a good one. I okay. Think, I think yeah. Kyler Murray is a quarterback that really only cares mm-hmm. about the money. Yeah, right? I like think he like, wanted to get paid. Yeah, I think like those two, like, I guess when I see it, like from one point of view, at least not like my hundred percent, this is how I think it is. But um, I see the two of them being like, no, I'm not doing this because that's beneath me. You know, in a sense, yeah. like it could be a monetary value, like, no, that monetary value is beneath like right. who I am and what I am, you know, and right. then I'm not going to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's how I see it. So, do you guys want me to run you through uh, maybe either the quarterbacks that are left uh, and see what you guys have for predictions? Yeah. See uh, whoever's left on the list that hasn't already. Yeah. So signed. we've got Lamar, um, Baker. We've got Marcus Mariota. We've got Rogers and Jameis. Jameis signed. Jameis signed. Yeah, he's he went back to New Orleans. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. 
which is unfortunate. I really, I personally, I wanted him to go to Tampa. So we, can I get wanted him to go back. Yeah. Tampa Bay. I wanted him to again. go to Tampa. The Tampa. Oh man. Tampa Bay over bets were unbelievable. Those <laughs> things for like a three year period. Those oh, things were so good. Free money. <laughs> yeah. Cause you knew he was either going to throw a 70 yard bomb or a pick six mm-hmm. or both. <laughs> yeah. Cause he would have five and five a game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know why the saints didn't play him this year. You know, maybe know. the back injury was worse than we thought. Who knows? But yeah, I, mean, I was. Yeah, he's, he said he was ready. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I was yeah, pissed. No I had idea. I had Chris Olave in fantasy. So did and I. I was and I was talking like <laughs> we need to start a rumor that Dennis Allen is a racist and doesn't like <laughs> and doesn't like Jameis, so we can get him fired. It's like who in their right mind would play Andy Dalton over Jameis Winston? But whatever, we don't have, to get yeah. back on track. Yeah. Um, I think um, Baker probably goes to Tampa. Yeah, I could see now, that. Now that everything is kind of settling, yeah. I think Baker goes there because I think he still wants to be a starter. And yeah. I think that's the only team left. <laughs> uh, the Colts. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, Indy. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they're going to draft one. Yeah. Yeah, them and, and Carolina will draft. Yeah. Houston will probably – Houston will draft. Yeah. Yep. Houston just is. signed a, a quarterback, a veteran quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't know who. I don't know. It's a backup. Yeah, it's a backup. Huh. I forget who it was. I can't doesn't remember. Matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like one of those like journeyman guys. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think I think Tampa's probably the only place left that he could go and start. Mm. Um, they, according to like the reports, yeah, they seem to think that Kyle Trask is good. Yeah, that there's going to be a competition. Kyle Trask is good. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, no one's seen him play since college. He drafted in the second round. You know, yeah. I just he never really got a chance. I guess I don't know. I, don't I think know he was overrated in college. Florida quarterback. Yeah, his Florida quarterbacks are. Don't have a great history either in the NFL. Yeah, are you thinking the same thing with Anthony Richardson? Oh, I do then, not or? trust that guy at all. Oh <laughs> my! Oh no, nope. man! I would proceed with caution on that guy. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Why? Now, I only really watched the FSU game, um, and no, FSU was fine last year. Like they were like a top. Either ten or thirty. I don't know. I, I know those those numbers are different. It's one of those numbers. But either way, they were top ten or top thirty in the country defensively. And he made them look like it until he decided to be an athlete and then just break everything. Um. So his ability to actually play quarterback, I don't know. Hmm. He is kind of like he's Malik a gifted Willis. athlete. Yeah, Malik Willis slung it though at Liberty. I mean, that, that was at Liberty. Um because yeah. the the comparisons that some people have drawn is either Cam Newton, which is not correct. Cam Newton was unbelievable at Auburn. You want to yeah. talk about a team of fucking nobodies, and they killed everyone. Right. So he's not nearly as good as Cam Newton was at Auburn. Um who who what other quote unquote athletic guys have come out lately? I mean Lamar. He, he doesn't. He doesn't I was throw like. Say, I guess Lamar and Kyler Murray. 
but Kyler Murray's like five foot two and yeah, he's about yeah. six five. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Richardson's I don't think huge. anyone's compared to him. Yeah. The only yeah. comparison I've seen is Lamar. Lamar in Lamar's a way better runner. Yeah. Than Richardson. Lamar's probably a better thrower too. Now, do you remember now. his 2018 season? Yeah, it was. That good. was not great. <laughs> it was not good. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's like it, it's really strange. I would just, if I was an NFL team, I would be really, really proceeding with caution. Would it and... be Josh Allen coming out of Wyoming? I mean, Maybe. he didn't set the I world can... on fire like Maybe. athletically, but he's a big yeah. body. Yeah, he's an athletic yeah. guy. But everyone coming out of Wyoming, though, everyone said he had an absolute fucking cannon. Yeah, yeah. And so this now this is the other thing too with with quarterback development. If you remember Josh Allen in 2018 and 2019, not good, not good. Like, yeah, there were rumors that Buffalo kind of shitty was at throwing go, the ball. Go back to draft a quarterback. Yeah, and then he well, figured he had no it, accuracy. No, like he overthrew everything and or threw everything a million miles an hour. So yeah, it, if Richardson, th- like that's my only thing though. If you're gonna bring Richardson in and expect him to walk in and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But if you are go, if you have a very, very clear and distinct plan, and I'm talking GM, owner, head coach, then you might have a better. Well, you definitely have a better chance. You might have what everyone is kind of like coming their pants over right now. Mm. Right. But I would throw everything out from the combine. That wouldn't even be remotely relevant to me. Okay. Because because. As good as those numbers were, I remember how good Vernon Golson's were too. <laughs> and if you're wondering who the fuck is Vernon Golson, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you who that is. He was yeah, a D end for the Jets. Okay. Yeah, he was drafted by the Jets. He was like sixth overall okay. or something. And the guy was a freak. He was an absolute yeah. freak show. But no one knows who he is. Mm. Right. Like, I bet you if you look at the combine records, the mm-hmm. names at the top of those lists, like who has the fastest 40 of all time, who has Probably the, John Ross, you know what I mean? Like if you look at, yeah. if you look at those and be like, who has the most bench press of all time, who has the best broad jump of all time, their names that you probably have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, just because you're, you know, you can have an 11 foot broad jump doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be good. Yeah, they don't correlate. Right. Right. Basically so. like, and I'm also less worried about the quarterback position. Like, if you gave me yeah. a cornerback that can't fucking change direction, I'm like, okay, that's yeah, bit, bit of an issue. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would. I but for for I'm I am so beyond. I, and I I don't. And this is the thing is I don't know if he will or won't fail. Like I won't say like he's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. But I am very, very skeptical, especially of like some of that talk of him going one. Like, yeah. yeah, I've only seen that once or twice, but still, it was like right after he, you know, right after he tested. Which, to be told, but like, I don't know. I don't know how you pass over Young and Stroud. Yeah, mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, when they did it all year, and Anthony Richardson did. I mean, CJ Stroud should have solidified himself as one or two based off his um, playoff performance. He was yeah. awesome. He yeah. single-handedly almost won that them the game. And if Marvin ha- Harrison Jr. didn't get hurt, 
you maybe could have made the argument that he's single-handedly or I guess one and a half handedly. Yeah. Would have won that game. Yeah. What do you guys think of the, uh, the Broncos this year? Do they have any hope at all? Who's their coach? It's Sean, Sean Payton now. Oh yeah. They they brought in Stidham. (laughs) Jarrett Stidham is the backup quarterback. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they signed some linemen, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Either an offensive or a defensive. Yeah, was I don't, it, I don't know mm, where. It might have been. They, lost, so they, de- they definitely lost a D-line. They got one of, one of the top. They get McGlinchey or Jawan Taylor? I want to say it was Jawan Taylor. They didn't get both, no, did they? No, Jawan Taylor went to the Chiefs, I think. He got like... Four years and wait. Like didn't McGlinchey go to the Bears? It's uh no that they got one of the top. Just, make, just making shit up now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I thought they went to the uh, the Argonauts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't John Randall go to? <laughs> uh, let's see. It looks like the Broncos did get McGlinchey. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Because he got four and eighty-seven, and I think Jawan Taylor got four and eighty from the Chiefs. McGlinchey, then they got yeah. a guard, Ben Powers. He's supposed to be pretty good. Guard from Baltimore. Yeah. Uh it's uh they got Mike, yeah, Glinchy. Okay. And they got a D line, Zach Allen. I don't quite know who that is. They paid him. Oh, he was from Arizona. Yeah. Um I is it mean is it a stretch to say they'll be better than they were last year? <laughs> yeah, I mean I think they they should they were be. fucking terrible last year. Yeah, it, it can't be that bad. Because what they, they go be. five five and twelve or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they'll be close to the playoffs, but they won't get in this year. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement to make. Because they got to play, they got to play the um, Chiefs and Chargers twice. Yeah, that's fair. They could split with the Chargers, maybe. You know, but they they could. Won't beat no, the absolutely, they could. Yeah, the Chargers are really, really good at losing games. Yeah, especially ones yeah. they're supposed to win. Yeah, um, like, I, you I think there might be some truth though to. Uh, Russ not being so good because one of one mm-hmm. of our buddies mentioned that the Seattle Seahawks never used to run a real offense. It was just Russ ran around like a dickhead and threw it deep. <laughs> Which, if you look back, it's kind of what he did. Yeah, and uh, that shit did not work last year. So I don't know if he's capable of running a actual legitimate offense. Yeah, I mean we're about to find out, right? Sean Payton is one of the best coaches ever. Mm-hmm. Um, at least offensively, if not just in general. Yeah. So if he can't yeah, I mean, figure like it out, eight, nine, nine, and eight, just missed the playoffs. That's about where they are. Like last year's Raiders. Yeah. Except yeah. the Broncos will play very good defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With it how was good wild. that defense was. There was a stat. I forget the the fantasy football guys talk about it that. If the yeah. Broncos had scored 18 points in every single game, they would have gone like eight and nine. 
or something like that. Oh my God. But instead they were five and 12. They were like four and 13 or five and 12. Oh, Bro, there was a while where if they had scored 18 points through their first like nine games, they would have been like six and three, but they were like yeah. one and eight. Yeah. Or something. I, I'm making numbers up. Yeah. It's like all they needed to do was score 18 points. And That's it's not like a lot they, of couldn't, points. they couldn't even do that. No Patriots can score 18 points sometimes. 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 <laughs> 60% of the time they can do it yeah. every time. <laughs> Yeah, I saw there were rumors there were that uh Lamar might be heading to New England too, but I think that's yeah, I think, bullshit. I bet you he plays well, Baltimore this coming year. I'm yeah, thinking but, he's gonna stay with Baltimore. I think that he's gonna go get a deal and they're just gonna match it. You know, yeah. I think that's it. Because when when else are you gonna go and find a an NFL QB on the on the free he's an, MV, he's an MVP. Yeah, right? like he just won the MVP, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Was it 2020? 2019. 2019. So four years ago. But yeah, you're not gonna find that on free agency. You're not gonna you're not gonna hit on like what do you get taken? 32nd, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. pretty yeah. unlikely that you're gonna go and draft another guy like that. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Like even if you draft, just, even I, if you have the number one overall pick, like would you rather have C.J. Stroud or Lamar Jackson? I'd rather have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, proven. he's proven. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, he he just won the MVP four mm-hmm. years ago. Like he's a good NFL quarterback. Yep. So, I have a funny feeling he just ends up in Baltimore and playing. Now, the second his ankle gets nicked up, that might be it. But yeah. I saw, yeah. oh, that's what it was. I, I, cause I saw some stuff he would, he was potentially going to go to Atlanta, but then Atlanta signed Taylor Heineke. <laughs> yeah. I saw I was going to go to Atlanta too. My to buddy Griff, Griff's a Atlanta fan. So he was pumped. And then like next day, the reports were like, no, he's not going to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it'd be cool if he went to like, and I don't think it's going to happen, but like the Bucks. Yeah, yeah the no, Bucks, I think the, the the Bucks won't be. I don't think they'll be able to pay him. They're in like cap hell right now. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty bad. Well, I don't. I mean, all the cap space type stuff. I mean that cap is crap. That yeah, <laughs> like kind of. But Brady they, left them with some fucking serious dead money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the way the whole cap situation works. Like they don't. They, they, there's always money if they want it. In a sense. For the most part. Right. You know, I was reading something with the Bears that uh they I mean they have the most money this year, but like they've also spent the least the last like two years. Mm-hmm. And they need to like spend a certain amount because every three years you need to have like a certain average to spend or something. I think I heard it on the footballers podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Not hundred percent sure. Yeah, I don't know if they have a, a, a floor. Like some sports have a floor that you have to spend because you don't have to go up to the cap, but you got to be above. But I think the NFL floor is an average over three years. So it's not like Mm -hmm. every year you need to spend at least 89 million. It's over the course of three years, you need to spend at least, you know, 280 million or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's over the course of three years is the floor, which is why the Pats 
that one year, was it two years ago now, when they signed Hunter Henry, John U. Smith, like they went <laughs> wild that off season. Yeah. Um, it's because they needed to they needed to spend to get to the the floor. Yeah. What was it? Smith Henry Aguilar? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Three fucking losers. <laughs> yep. Well, Hunter Henry was kind of okay sometimes He's this year. Fine. Yeah. Serviceable. Yeah. Enough. If they would throw him the fucking ball, he'd be better. Yeah. He was We're actually good in, in, in LA or San Diego. Yeah. I don't know what team he was. He might have been on San Diego. <laughs> yeah, he was good there though. I miss that fancy production from Hunter Henry there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. All right. Uh, um yeah. I guess well, it's about that time. You want to uh yeah. you want to wrap things up here? Yeah, I can wrap it up here. All right. Feel pretty good about a, what we did. Uh, you got a uh, final thought? Anything? Anything uh, final thoughts? I guess um I guess I'll go back to the woo-woo stuff. I mean, for me the woo-woo stuff works. So find what works you know that's what i'd say well, that's my final thought you know like it find what works <laughs> yeah find what works that's it sometimes, you guys? sometimes it might be a massive whale 10 leg parlay if if that's what works for you yeah do it that's what works you know you're gonna, even you're though, gonna lose yeah you're gonna lose you know but you're not <laughs> supposed to win everything you know so all right mm-hmm. Bob, you got a final thought? I'm going to outline how my morning started today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Get so, ready with Rob. Bob. Didn't have didn't have to be in at 6.15 this morning. Now, I had some shit to do because I knew I had to go to the dentist today. I wanted to go to the casino today. So if I was going to fuck off in the middle of the day, I had to make sure I got my shit done. So I went in, probably got to work probably 7.30. Something like that. So I got in late today. Um, so on the way to work, hear something on the front of my car. Look over. Windshield wiper fell off. Now, some people might be like, okay, how does that happen? Don't know. <laughs> but today is a day where in particular, it was absolutely pissing rain in the morning. And that turned into snow. So I'm not left with a whole lot of options here. Now, it wasn't, you know, June and sunny and anything and the fucking thing fell off. Nope. It's one of the shittier days and the thing flies off. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, it's like 7.15, 7.30, nothing's open. So I'll just go into work, do a couple things. And I'm like thinking back because I've. I mean, it probably fucking fell off because I I changed it myself six months ago and, you know, whatever. Didn't click it in all the way. Shit just fucking falls off. Yeah. So I'm remembering that there's not an auto zone. There's not an advance anywhere close by. And the Walmart isn't that close by either. I'm like, fuck, Target has them. So I can run over to Target at 8 a.m. before my 9 o'clock client. So shoot shoot up there, get inside. They have one 16-inch wiper that's the one i needed 20 bucks i'm like this is fucking stupid so between the harness and the windshield wiper i'm out like (laughs) fucking 50 bucks that i don't need to be out (laughs) so it's raining it's not nice out i have my golf umbrella in the trunk i pull that out 
and I go to put the wiper on just in the Target parking lot. And it, I got it. It's locked in. Won't click in. Okay. Just trying to snap it down, pressing harder, hitting it, whatever. Won't click in. I'm like, this thing's universal. It says it'll work. It's going to work one way or a fucking another. I don't know, whatever. So at this point, because it's only about 40 degrees out and again, pissing rain, my hands are numb. (laughs) So I get in the car, still with just the one working wiper, drive back to work with my hands in front of the vents in my car so that my hands will heat up. And the whole time I'm thinking, what the fuck am I going to do about this? Because I can't get the fucking thing to snap in. It's a universal fucking thing. I go, this shouldn't work like this. So I drive back to work, which is only four minutes down the street. Get outside, get the umbrella again out of the trunk. Go out, snaps immediately. I go, how the fuck did that snap in immediately? (laughs) Okay, fine. But I'm like, all right, so I've got, you know, whatever minutes before my nine o'clock client. 855 rolls around, no sign of anybody. Nine o'clock rolls around, no sign of anybody. 910, I'm like, I know how this goes. She definitely forgot. Shoot her a text, completely forgot. So I'm like, okay, this is just a banner start to the day. <laughs> Never mind, I've got people with, again, fake weather reports of, you know, we got. This this is what the, this is how the weather report read in Eastern Massachusetts today live as it went one to three inches during the day one to three inches overnight schools were closing at eleven it was a mess like it, I'm like this is like I'm literally sitting there and I'm like what the fuck am I missing like what what do I not get about one to three inches that we're fucking closing stuff and I go I already know what's gonna happen. People are going to start calling and people are going to start canceling and people are going to be like, are you guys open? Are we open today? Yeah. It's not fucking snowing here. It's raining. <laughs> it's raining. As noticed by my windshield wiper that fucking fell off the goddamn car <laughs> on my way into fucking work. That's how I started my day. <laughs> That's a blast. That's a great wow. way to start a Tuesday. Pretty good. But luckily, when I went to the dentist, this was the upset of the day. So usually, well, I'm just going to profile for a second. Every dental hygienist I've ever had has been a woman. I don't know if anyone had has had a male hygienist. They, I, I Listen, they're out there. I just never had one. That's yeah, I don't think experience. I've ever had one. Now that, so I, that, now that I stop and think. That's just my experience. You want to cancel me? Go ahead. Fucking bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> so guy guy comes out in these, in, but I'm like, he doesn't look like a chest. So we get back there. He goes, oh, hey, I'm doctor whoever the fuck. I go, okay. Why is the dentist cleaning my teeth? They, the hygienist usually does that. Yeah. But credit to him. He was done in 15 minutes, and I didn't have to sit there and wait for the doctor to come out, ask me three questions, rub my jaw, and be like, hey, look, <laughs> you look great. <laughs> so, that is always time. the best part of the dentist. <laughs> is the, the hygienist is the one that does all the work. And then the, the actual <laughs> dentist walks in, like you said, asks you three questions, rubs your jaw, says, bite down. Okay, cool. All right, you're all set. I'll see you in six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I got to skip that because for whatever reason, the actual dent, well, one of the actual dentists cleaned my teeth today. I don't know. Go fucking figure. Yeah. Who knew? 
<laughs> Man, I never thought about that. Yeah, it's, it's all true about the dentist. Probably a hoax. Probably a scam. Yeah, like what do you well, what do you actually do in dental school? <laughs> I like, learn how to scrape. <laughs> yeah, learn learn how to rub people's jaws. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Looks good. Well, and then and then when you have like actual dental needs, they send you to somebody else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was just gonna say I had. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna I, need uh, an oral surgeon for that. Yeah, you need an oral <laughs> surgeon or an orthodontist or yeah, cosmetic yeah. fucking dentist. Yeah. Yeah. The one time I needed something, I was in eighth grade and I had had braces and I got an elbow to the mouth. I had one of my teeth just falling off. All right, and it was just hanging there, dangling by the braces. And I went to the dentist, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I can't, I can't do anything like this." <laughs> you know, I had to go to the the oral surgeon or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. The one time I needed him, did they save the tooth, or do you have a fake tooth now? Yeah, I've got a real tooth. It's just a, uh, I can't. Um, it's like a little like discolored. Like I, they did like a root canal on it and stuff okay. like that, yeah. or whatever. But um, yeah, it's I don't know if I just can't like feel it or something. I don't know. It just kind of like sits there. It's it's yeah. real. But... It does its job. It yeah, chew, it, it chews it stuff. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> I could I couldn't eat like corn on the cob for like a year or something. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah stuff like That's that. Fine. But yeah. All right. Uh, so my final thought uh, be uh, potentially a relatively quick one. Uh, we'll see. Um, but. So obviously on this show, the last few episodes, we've been talking a lot about sports betting uh, because it was mobile has gone live in the state and all that fun stuff. We talked about how crazy it was in our last episode. Uh, well, I saw the other day that the WWE wants to allow people to bet on wrestling matches. Now, yeah. if you don't know, Sorry. I'm sorry I'm going to ruin this for you. But the WWE is scripted, right? Like they know who's going to win the match ahead of time. So, like I said, sorry if I just blew your mind and ruined wrestling for you if you're like 13 years old. Um but yeah, while we're at it, Santa Claus is fake and the Easter Bunny's not real. Uh, oh and the God, two- who listens to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the WWE is literally, they're pushing to allow people to bet on the results of the matches. I can't think of anything dumber than that. Like, also, who would bet on that? Like, if you're going to bet on it, there's so there's two people that bet that would bet on it. One would be someone that has like some insider trading info, you know, like doing some some sketchy shit to get the information. And then the other one is like an absolute moron that thinks it's real. Mm. Like there's no there's no in between. Right. Like the three of us aren't going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm going to bet on WrestleMania. It's like, no. <laughs> Like it's, it's pre it's pre-written who's going to win. I don't know who's going to win, but like, I'm not going to bet on that. So as a, as a response, because they knew that, like, obviously they know that everything is scripted. They said that they were going to work with Ernst and Young, which is an accounting firm, uh, in order to keep results secret before they're announced, hmm. to which 
I would say if bullshit still, right? Like it, it doesn't matter. Like someone at Ernst and Young eventually is going to be like, Hey, how much money are you going to give me for these? And I'll read, I'll read you the script, right? Like I'll read you who's going to win. Like, cause that's what people like people do. Like people are just people like eventually mm-hmm. maybe like up front, you'll get like a good person, but eventually you'll get someone on the WWE account at Ernst and Young. That's like trying to make a couple extra bucks. And it's just, it's just dumb. It's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Betting on the, on pro wrestling. Now, how early do you think the season of WWE, is this a year long thing? The WWE a year long thing? Um, I don't know. There's no round. off season. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So how in advance is the script? That's a good you question. Know? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know either. Um, Because, like, my thing would be, like, what about someone that really loves WWE and, like, kind of, like, they really follow it and maybe there's certain trends that happen, you know? Are those trends going to start to change? Are you placing this bet a week before or a day before or an hour before? Right. You know? I don't don't know. I mean, it sounds silly. It does sound silly. But I think there's a lot of... (laughs) There's a lot of moving. Po- I I feel like maybe a a a diehard WWE fan may want to do something like that if they're, you know, uh, I feel if they would feel like they knew. I feel like it might be easier to predetermine what would happen there than it is to what would happen in like a basketball game. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Like someone who's like, like you said, like a diehard, like watches every Monday and mm-hmm. I don't know what other day they move SmackDown to. It used to be Thursday, but I don't think it's Thursday anymore. When I watched um, it a million years ago, it was Fridays. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, yeah, if you watch every single event and you think that you have a beat on like where things are going. Maybe there's some money to be made there, but like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I certainly don't have the time nor the interest <laughs> to yeah, invest no. in, in betting on WWE. Neither do I at this moment. Yeah. But it could change. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess <laughs> anything is possible, right? Kevin Garnett. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't, you probably wouldn't have to worry about it in Massachusetts. I don't think they would let it happen. Yeah. Massachusetts would probably nix that. Okay. Yeah, they barely let you bet on anything. Hmm. As, as I say, as I say, four <laughs> days into sports betting, I'm already bitching about it. <laughs> so okay, okay. So now you say that we're we're gonna do this. What would you like to bet on that you haven't been? No, able to- I I was just being a, a douche. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> I d- I definitely think that they would not allow. WWE to be a bettable sport, I guess. Yeah, probably not. Category. Yeah. I don't think they would be. Interesting, though. I mean, that's even if yeah. they're they're pushing. It didn't say anything that I read. Like, they're working with, like, the Las Vegas Gaming Commission or, like, the California. Like, it didn't say any of that. It just said that um, WWE is trying to get sports books to take their act or allow action to be taken on their stuff. I mean, so. if you're WWE, you, that's you want them to, right? Right. Then people yeah. care more about your product. 
Yeah. Hmm. So, all right. Well, uh, looks like that's going to do it for us. Uh, so, uh, if you're uh, watching on YouTube, don't forget to uh, subscribe, hit the like button, tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, you can get us on Sarcasm Speaks at uh, Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod or on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. And our Facebook page is just Sarcasm Speaks. You go to our website, go to the merch store, buy some merch. You can get you know anything with our logo on it. Uh, it's pretty funny. So yeah, pillow, throw pillows. You get Sarcasm Ooh. Speaks throw pillows. <laughs> Um, you know, so that's, uh, that's for us. Where can, uh, where can people find you, Sean? Yeah. Um, I should just link up everything to one, but I just don't, I think on, so on Instagram, it's, it's at growth by Sean YouTube. I think you can find me by just typing in my name, Sean rivers. Um, and then I'm, I'm sometimes on Twitter. Um, it might be rivers nation or it might be Sean rivers. It might even be Ron shivers. <laughs> um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I will so. say back in the day when we were working at CISO, yep. um, your Twitter game was fire. Yeah, it was back in like <laughs> high school and college. Like <laughs> I was a Twitter phenomenon. Yeah. Like my Twitter was wild. So <laughs> I like, so, um, I went back through them maybe a couple months ago and I went back through like just a bunch of them. And like some of the tweets I had were like pure chaos. <laughs> like I um one that really stuck out to me was I just I had tweeted about it and like it actually happened. Um it was something like so how bad is the Bridgewater Police Department? Well, I just got a ticket while still sitting in the car. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, my Twitter back in the day was awesome. So maybe I'll start bringing it back with some some comedy. <laughs> you know. But yeah. You can find me somewhere. <laughs> find me on all the places. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this was this was cool. I like doing uh this crossover episode. So yeah, yeah, this is always fun. I always yeah. enjoy. Have a good time. Yeah, it was good. So thanks for having me on, or I guess you guys coming on. Whatever. Yeah, thanks, thanks for whatever having us. On. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So sweet. All right. So uh until next time, good night, everybody.